say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to All Music Radio Podcasting. We are more than music, but also information that impacts daily living. Your host, Mike Fortune, to you live from Washington, D.C. White supremacy and its new face. White supremacy has a new face on All Music Radio Podcast. We're going to bring it to you right now. Here we go. And it has a new face driven in large part by the rise of the alt-right. White supremacists believe the white race is in danger of extinction. They feel like they're being replaced, blaming non-whites for their national economic troubles. White people should have the same treatment as any other groups. We should be able to stand up for ourselves. Middle-aged and overwhelmingly male, white supremacists have moved from online activism into the real world. This is Barbara Perry, director of the Center on Hate, Bias, and Extremism, who says white supremacy has a new, more subtle look. They're not wearing the the white robes of the Klan, and they're not wearing the black leather jackets of the uh, the skinheads. Many of them are white-collar workers. Um, They're well-educated, they're sophisticated in their use of technology, they're sophisticated in their language and their construction uh, construction of narratives. Um, So the, the, the movement really has changed its face. In the U.S., public white supremacy events have increased by 123% since 2016. By 2018, the number of known hate groups in the U.S. rose to its highest level in two decades, pushed by a combination of political polarization, anti-immigrant sentiment, and social media platforms that spread propaganda online. What is different now is people are more empowered to come out with their beliefs, thinking that it's become normalized because of various factors such as uh, the Trump election in the States, the rise of uh, nationalism throughout Europe uh, and Brazil and uh, throughout the world. And sometimes it could have deadly consequences. A man murdered 50 worshippers and critically wounded nine more at two mosques in Christchurch, New Zealand, on March 15th. These are not lone actors. They acted individually, but they're shaped by a greater collective of which they're a part. The guns used in the mass killing were decorated with the names of several violent white supremacists. Experts believe there is a trickle-down effect when it comes to feeling emboldened. When people turn on the TV and they see constant uh, battling between the left and the right, they see Trump saying openly racist things on CNN, and, and they, they're feeling enabled that they too can, can now come forward and, and share beliefs that they previously thought were embarrassing or shameful. Hadigan is a former white supremacist who helped shut down the Heritage Front, one of Canada's most powerful white supremacist groups in the 90s. Unfortunately, with the advent of the Internet, um, somebody can recruit from 2,000 miles away. The message propagates faster than anything we've ever seen before. Recruiting tactics are ruthless. She says they befriend those with low self-esteem, the people who feel like they don't belong. Hadigan immigrated from then-communist Romania as a young girl. Her father died, and her mother was abusive. She ended up in a foster home. So I was 16. 
uh, just dropped out of high school and uh, really angry and alone and didn't have a sense of belonging, didn't know who I was. And one day I was watching television and I saw a guy, clean cut man in a suit, talking about what's wrong with being proud of your European heritage. She was soon the face of the organization, a clean cut, innocent looking European girl. I was groomed very quickly. Um, Within a month or two, I was speaking at rallies. I was paraded in front of the media as a spokesperson for the organization, and I was taught how to recruit other people. The trick? Find a person's worst fear and let it fester. Maybe they lost a scholarship to an Asian student or their girlfriend left them for a black guy. Whatever it was, I was taught to figure it out and and go in for the kill. The message is this. Hate is self-preservation. Hadigan says today's hateful messages are now disguised as free speech. It's a move that I call going from the boots to the suits. Looking back historically, the Ku Klux Klan emerged in the late 1800s and re-emerged in the 1920s, where public lynching and racial terrorism was common practice. It comes back again in the 80s, except this time with neo-Nazi influence from white power skinheads. Experts say the last wave is where we are now, where mostly white middle-class men who believe the rights gained by immigrants or other minorities is a sign of their rights being taken away. While they're fighting for free speech, the messages can actually reach vulnerable people, people who are more at risk of of, um, not understanding the difference between reality and fantasy or conspiracy. And those people will, will take that message to heart and feel like they have no choice but to go out and kill people. Robert Gregory Bowers killed 12 Jewish worshippers in 2018. Alexandre Bissonnet massacred six Muslims the year before. And Dylan Roof murdered nine black Christian parishioners in 2015. The problem today, Hadigan says, is that online recruitment and hate speech is difficult to shut down. Speaking as a former white supremacist, she says all she ever needed was to be accepted. The problem is when we don't have conversations about immigration, about the changing demographics. Those conversations are happening in echo chambers among websites and people who are hateful. And um, unfortunately, we have to confront that with facts as to why we need the immigration, as to why diversity is a strength and not uh, something that is corroding people and their, you know, and their and their fears. All right, the hoods have come off and the business suits have been put on. The new face of white supremacy in the U.S. and around the world. On all these radio podcasts, you know, it's Mike Ford to be here or not as you wear your mask at the back. Say, baby, save you. Somebody else, it's the American thing to do. Thank you for the 200,000 people who listen to our podcast. Looking for another 200,000 this year. We wrote a book called Racism, White Pivot in America, available on Amazon by Mike Ford. So you pick up a copy today. You can our radio station at www.armistradio.org. Hit the listen button 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. And it's on demand. Look, have a great day from Armistry Radio Podcast and your host, Mike Fortune, from Washington, D.C. And say love, peace, joy, and happiness. Welcome to All Music Radio Podcasting. We are more than music, but also information that impacts daily living.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. I'm here to tell you about Bolin Branch sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. They're made from the rarest organic cotton and designed to get even softer over time. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order with code RESTFUL15. So head to B-O-L-L-N-Branch.com today. Exclusions apply. See site for details.